welcome one and all back to Planet Film Live. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Monk. Welcome to episode fifth. No, no, seventy-one. Seventy-one. Yeah. I I am your other host, TJ Cornwell, and as Sean said, welcome back to the show this week. As a title, I don't actually know if we're gonna get to the title topic this week because we're we want to talk about a lot of other things. We want to talk about Boba Fett. We want to talk about Euphoria. We want to talk about Peacemaker, and I think there's one other. I think we there's one other news story that maybe we'll, that we'll probably touch on just because I thought it was kind of big. But yeah, is there anything before we talk about the downfall of the Buffalo Bills? I know. I was, sorry. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Is there any housekeeping or sort of? I mean, just one really, which is well, I guess I'll go over a couple. So we are. I know we apologize if you hear this in the background. I recently went through a lot of bins and refound a fidget spinner from. Was that 2016 or 2017 that Fidget Spinners? It's probably 2016, 2017, somewhere in there. I've been from somewhere like that and rediscovered the joy of a Fidget Spinner. Can't help myself. But I know you guys have heard me, you've heard TJ at the top of the shows, at the end of the shows, at the top of the videos, end of the videos, hype up all of our activity on other platforms. And that's really just because we want to get the content out to you guys. We are posting now officially, I think we can officially say, usually every day, sometimes multiple times a day, you know, reactions, news, reviews, all that stuff over on our TikTok, which is linked uh, down below in the description through our All My Links site, which brings up all of our social platforms. But you can also just follow us at on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. Everything is at the official PFN, all spelled out like that. And we want to make sure that you guys are getting that extra content that we're creating for you guys. We're also usually posting it on the YouTube Shorts feature of this channel, too. So if you don't have TikTok and stuff like that, you know, if you have those platforms, make sure to follow us over there. Because there is some stuff that is exclusive to those platforms. Otherwise, we will post it here, too, because I know some people, you know, they only follow us on uh, YouTube or they don't use those other apps. That's totally fine, too. But we want to make sure that you guys know about that stuff and are uh, taking advantage of it as well. And then another thing that we are excited to announce that we haven't really teased anywhere is over the past few days I've been working on a kind of, not rebranding, but just kind of like a refresh of our merch site. So I don't know if people, some people know that we have merch or not, but that is also in the description too, so we kind of relaunched here. And then we just kind of basically simplified it. I know we got a lot of feedback for when we previously had merch that there was like... Mm-hmm some like a lot of stuff on there and everything like that so we've heard that from you guys and we want to uh kind of streamline things make it a little bit easier for you guys to order so we basically just have two main designs this one that says the logo and then says reactions news and reviews as well as some planet film live merch so that's pretty much all that's on there right now let us know if you guys you know have any feedback on the merch or anything like that but just want to let you guys know that that new merch pat that new well it is the same merch site but kind of the refresh of it is up and running over there on our teespring site so we appreciate that that's everything that i can think of and then we also i think we can officially say because it's been i think like 24 hours since we hit it but Mm -hmm. we hit uh 350 subscribers so we wanted to hit 350 subscribers by the end of december we hit it by the end of january so good enough good enough <laughs> good enough for us so on uh, onwards and upwards to 400 you just want to thank you guys again for everybody who's watching again we've had some good you know results with the uh instagram reels with the tiktoks and stuff and then recently 
I think a lot of what attributed to the to the recent subscriber growth that we had this little mini like spurt of it was for some reason you guys really liked that Star Wars uh, video game news YouTube short that we did that got a lot of interaction with you guys so we appreciate that and if you guys joined us from that video you could expect you know more news content like that coming mm-hmm. on the channel more discussions and everything like that and uh, yeah so thank you guys for getting us there anything you, you want to say or no I just reiterate everything you said. <clears throat> Thanks for, you know, 350 and on to 400 and, you know, 450, 500, et cetera from there. Hell yeah. All right. So I'm trying to think. I don't think anything. I don't think anything happened to me where it's like I need to tell a story, you know, like mm-hmm. sometimes we go on these little mini rants like your thing with the car. Like, yeah, you know, last week. Was it last week? Yeah, last week. Yeah, I, I was. I the snow did not get bad enough again that I needed to have any issue with the lady that constantly blocks her garage so i haven't had to use the garage but she has blocked it multiple times (laughs) since last week yeah so i haven't watched or just like saying movie wise i haven't watched really any movies um i've been playing a lot of games and by a lot of games i mean just trying to get through the metal gear franchise as a whole i just finished metal gear solid 3 so i'm now on to metal gear solid 4 playing it on pages our friend pages three because it's oh, only she on you? yes it's only on ps3 because apparently the game when it came out is so integrated into the hardware of the ps3 that it is it, you really it's really hard to port over mm-hmm. i guess so that's why it still remains as a ps3 exclusive so i started working through that two nights ago and i'm gonna I promise this weekend I'm going to get back on the Guardians train. You know, I really took a break to just power through Metal Gear Solid 3, but I will be back on the Guardians train probably this weekend on Twitch, so don't forget to check that out. And I think that's it. I think that's all I have. But Oh, and we will soon probably go. We'll, we'll like, stream together and stuff again, like, with either you and me or you, me, and Brandon, like we were doing for a while, too. We just have gotten a little bit busier in the past week, basically, but, yeah. Yeah, so I want to talk about real quick. Uh, unfortunately, as of Sunday night, the Bills are no longer in the playoffs. After a uh, heartbreaking, to say the least, back and forth loss. 13 seconds. You know, at a minute 50 or 40, whatever it was, I did not think we we won because I was like, I know. Patrick Mahomes on the other side of the field. I know. At 13 seconds, okay, like. I'm usually like I'm one of those people that's like, you know, there's still a lot of time. There's there's time left, and they had two timeouts. I thought they had three timeouts, but I guess they had two. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 13 seconds. You know, all they need is a field goal. So you know, maybe. But I was like, surely we could stop them. 13 seconds. Surely, it was not to be. I went down, kicked the field goal, coin flip, fucking tails. He said. Tails. It was heads. They took the ball, went down, scored, done. That's one of the reasons, and this game has sparked kind of the whole, do the overtime rules need to be changed at least for the playoffs, which I I think, and my argument has always been, you flip a coin, and if you lose the toss, the other team is going to take the ball. Like, why Mm -hmm. would you not? If you're good enough offense, you're going to take the ball, you're going to go down, you're going to score most likely, you're going to win the game. And apparently it was like, out of like over some overtime games in the previous however many games or whatever it was, in in the playoffs, the team that won the coin flip, it was ten to ten and one, the team that oh, won yeah, the coin yeah. flip, which is like, I mean, if that doesn't spell like, 
you know, kind of un- unfair kind of, then I don't really know what does. And, you know, people will say like, well, you should have just stopped them. It's like, well, I mean, it's hard, I can tell yeah. you right, guaranteed, like whoever won that coin toss is going to win because yeah. they just scored 25 points literally in like two minutes Yeah, both so, to combined. So like, I don't know, like, you know, either the Bills are going to win or the Chiefs are going to win. And it of was like, it was, it was literally like watching, it, it was like watching, I don't know how to compare it, like Civil War or something. It was literally watching two people at the height of their yeah physical and like you know athletic abilities just mirror imaging each other mm. for two and a half hours yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like that was ba- like no matter what was gonna happen like you said if josh had said heads mm. we would be playing the next game yeah period that's it like you know what i mean it's, but it's like the fact that it just comes down to that like i saw one of the tweets that really summed it up good for me uh, i forget who it was but it was like it was like you know, I'm normally okay with the NFL overtime rules, mm-hmm. but something in me just says, like, I feel like the Bills should have been able to answer that. Right. Like, they yes. should have been able you know what I mean? Like, they, it just feels wrong that it's just, well, yep, they ran it down, and that's it. Right. And also, then there's, like, the, all, the whole thing that, like, the only reason that that rule's even in place is to make sure that the game doesn't cut into, like, advertiser time. That, and, I mean, you cannot, you cannot be playing football forever, forever, so I don't you know, blame the NFL for wanting it to be over. It used to be, I believe, whereas you kicked a field goal, it was over. Like, so you could get to the 50 and kick a field goal and Mm -hmm. it's over, you know, like, you know, you wouldn't even have to score a touchdown. So this made it a little bit harder, Mm -hmm. but even like, like this game, it was like, you know, you didn't really want it to end. And I didn't, you know, I feel like a lot of people thought that it should not end like that. Like you should at least have a chance. Yeah. Cause again, the neither defense could stop either team. So it was kind of like whoever won the coin toss was probably going to go down there and score. I thought, you know, the, the defense that that was just rough. I, every single time I thought they were going to take, get him down. They didn't. That tackling was awful. The entire game. Like they could not tackle anybody, mm-hmm. especially couldn't tackle Tyree kill that. I can't, I just can't there. He's just too fast. Like he, mm-hmm. he, he has like Olympic level speed. Yeah. Like, and he's playing wide receiver in the NFL. Like he's just outrunning. Like you saw, he yeah, he took that he catch ran, and he went sixty yards. Yeah, like yeah. you just can't you can't do anything with that kind of speed. Yeah. So I I can't really you know I don't really fault them for that. But you know the last thirteen seconds that kind of whatever they were playing. Like I don't again I'm not smart enough to know like defensive schemes and shit like that. But the they just kind of let Travis and I know he ad libbed like last three plays Travis Kelsey, but like he just like on his catch to set up the field goal, they let him go and they didn't even jam him at the line or anything like, and they have two timeouts. So they're, so usually like in that, in that kind of situation, if they have no timeouts, they're going to want to play the side. They're going to want to throw the ball to the sideline and then have the guy step out of bounds because it stops mm-hmm. the clock. Yeah. But in this point they have two timeouts anyway. So why would you play the sideline when they're going to take the middle of the field? Cause they have timeouts, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't really know what they were, what the bills were thinking in that moment. Apparently Tyler Bass was supposed to squib kick it on the kickoff. And I guess the call never got to him. So I guess everybody was confused as to why he kicked it out of bounds. Oh. And I guess like they were like Sean McDermott was saying, like he just kept saying, you know, we just didn't execute, but I guess it was like, they didn't want to throw him under the bus, which I get, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to throw 
your second year kicker like under the bus saying like he he fucked it up yeah you know because he's been pretty he's been money like these past two years for us so mm-hmm. i can't really you know i'm not mad at him but because that that was everybody's question if you were like looking at twitter everybody's like why didn't they make them play the ball and you know yeah. why did they kick out of bounds because then they get it or through the end zone or whatever because then they get just they start on 20 yard line and they don't lose any time but yeah, the one well, the one good thing that came out of this game was that Josh Allen finally got his props. There were still people, there were still people in kind of the national media or whatever that were like, oh, for sure, he's yeah. just not, he, you know, he's not that good, blah, blah blah. Like last year was, and this was the game finally where people were like, oh okay, yeah. he's, you know, he's. And I, mean, I for I, me, for me, like, he is, he's, for me, is at least top five in the league. I think he's probably top three. Are you saying? quarterbacks or players well he's he's a top player in football yeah he's definitely a top i don't even know because there's so many freaking players like yeah top for quarterback i'd say he's top three mm-hmm. for player he's definitely up there yeah because he could just do like he can throw it he can, he can run just it, do he crazy can, shit. he can do crazy and same thing with patrick Mahomes. i mean patrick Mahomes threw that like he does it all the time now, but he throws mm-hmm. like the sidearm down to Tyreek Hill and it just misses Gregory Russo's hand and it's a ten year like he just does stuff where it's like mm-hmm. I mean you can't you can't do anything with that. There's and no then, matching it. And like when <laughs> they try to tackle like Josh, he just like Tyron Matthew, he went out early in the first quarter and he went to tackle him and I, he like gave him a, he was out the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Same thing with another corner. He tried to tackle him, he got he got like he was out for a play because he was like kinda beat up mm-hmm. it's like you just can't do anything with these guys so but yeah that was the one good thing that came out of the game and i was yeah. like you know what finally he got his like now everybody kind of sees what everybody you know at least in buffalo saw and you know I th- there was a lot yeah. there are a lot of national media people that like love josh allen that mm-hmm. think he's like a really good player but there were some of those people that were like he's just not he's all you know he, yeah, yeah yeah but yeah that was a really that was really nice to see but yeah i mean I think the thing, the greatest thing about it is, no matter what, we know that next year we'll be back right where we were. You know what I mean? See, I, man, I don't want to like you know. I'm oh, and shout out, sorry, shout out Gabe Davis too. Two hundred one yards, four yeah. touchdowns. Like that's that was ridiculous. But I think we we will be like I I am of the belief that he will. He will win a Super Bowl at yeah. some point. Cause he's just too good. With Buffalo, but there, yes, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he'll be you think one of those. Be like a Brady, where it's just like, well, or like Ben Roethlisberger, where Ben yeah. Roethlisberger's with the Steelers like his whole career. Like I think he'll yeah. be here his entire career. Yeah. If he plays like that, I mean, why not? Why not? Yeah. You know, if the if the only thing I could see is if like some horrible scandal happens with some oil company that like makes the pagulas lose all their money or something like you know what i mean like that's the only thing that i can think of and then, like the when like 711 buys the team they're like oh josh we can't afford that. Yeah, <laughs> like that's yeah, the yeah. only thing i can think of yeah. but yeah i mean he we love him like he loves being here so i don't know why he would and he's just so like but then again you could say the same thing about brady with new england like a lot of people thought he was until the end when yeah. it was clear that he was unhappy. Well, like, that was more like uh, that was more of a coach. Yeah, that like, was more of a coach player dynamic. Where yeah. I don't think that is as much here because Bel- Bill Belichick is a, Asshole. you know, he's a he's really tough to play for. Yeah. From how long accounts. do you how long do you think do you think it'll be the same thing too that like we might keep like like do you think that Sean McDermott is like a new like Belichick here? Like, do you think that he'll be around for a long time? 
Because before him, so. you know, before him, the turnover was insane. It was, yeah. yeah. I think so. I, I, I don't, I don't see. I guess there are people. There's people like calling for him to be fired, which I don't really know why. What? Like, and and don't get me wrong, there are some times like where he just makes these decisions. Where like, for example, that first drive when we went for it on fourth down twice, mm-hmm. and we got both of them. The first one we got the first down. The second one I think we scored the touchdown on. Yeah. But then there was a time in the second quarter where it was fourth and one and we punted. And then there are some times where we're running and this might be more Brian Dayball like calling the offense. There's times where we like ran it three straight times and we had two runs with Devin Singletary and it's like, why are you taking the ball out of your best player's hands? Mm-hmm. Like he has been on fire the entire night. Why are we not letting him throw or even Sometimes we we kind of overused him running, but when he does run, you know, there's no stopping him. He's going to get six, seven yards. So there's times where they just take the ball out of his hand and it just does not make much sense. Yeah. And to beat the Chiefs, you have to score touchdowns. You cannot kick field mm-hmm. goals. But, yeah, I think – no, I think he'll definitely be here a long time. I think he's been here five years at this point, five, four or five years. But I can definitely – yeah, I can definitely see, see him being here another five, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. Like. The only thing that sucks is we're losing. We're most likely yeah, going to lose both losing? coordinators. We're probably oh. going to lose Brian Dayball. We're probably going to lose Leslie Frazier. So, you know, those are two new positions. Why, that we have like, to they... They're getting basically in the NFL. Head if you're a good coordinator, yeah, they're getting, they're going to get an interview for a head coaching job. And if you get the head coaching job, then obviously yeah. you leave. That's just kind of how yeah. it works. But, you know, hopefully we get good replacements and we kind mm-hmm. of don't skip a beat, but you know, who knows? I'm excited about the draft though, and I'm excited about Gabe Davis next year because he was he he the entire year he's been making like really crazy catches, mm-hmm. like in games here and there he'll like the, he'll have a big game and then he'll just kind of go away for a little bit like yeah. they won't throw him, like they won't do anything for him and then he'll have another kind of really good game. That's but two it, games were like right, yeah. but in each of those games he kind of like has this really good like Moment. he'll just like track the ball like out of some somehow and catch yeah. it and he is like for me to me he has really good hands like from what i've seen but yeah i'm really excited about the draft and you know next year hopefully we can you know at least make it to the afc championship again and mm-hmm. win the game you know but man there's there's so many good quarterbacks and you know we got josh allen we got patrick Mahomes, we got joe burrow we got justin herbert you got lamar jackson do you know that do you know who the two highest paid quarterbacks in the league were or two highest paid quarterbacks in the league were for the 2021 season are you asking me or do, are you why well, i do know, know? The, yeah oh no i, I looked up the list after the after the game i don't it was it's number one is patrick Mahomes and number two is josh allen yeah well <laughs> rightfully like, so yeah like, it, <laughs> a lot of it was everybody was saying like whoever won that game is probably going to go to the super bowl and i probably i believe like i don't i'd agree with cincinnati's that. good yeah but i don't think they can their offensive line is awful, and I and don't get me wrong, Joe Burrow got sacked nine times against Tennessee, and they mm-hmm. still won. Like he is, he is very good, but I I just don't I don't know. And they can they can score with them, but I just don't know if they can keep him like upright to make plays. Yeah. Like I just think they'll be after him the entire night, and you know I don't think the Chiefs will make the mistakes that Ryan Tannehill will make that or he made where he threw three picks. But yeah, fun season. Hopefully, we are in the big game next year. It actually turned out better because remember, 
halfway through or three quarters of the way through the season where I was like, I think I'm a little nervous. Like, yeah. are we going to make mm-hmm. the playoffs or? Yeah. Um, yeah, they really yeah. pull – it's exact – but you call it, too, exactly like last year. You were like, well, we had that slump, and then once Josh gets, like, the – you know, could have had a V8 moment. Right. Like, and they bonk him on the head. He then just goes on a tear. Yeah. That, that tear lasted literally all the way up until the moment that the Chiefs scored that touchdown in the overtime. Like, literally all the way up to there. Cause yeah. Even in the 13 seconds when they – or, sorry, before the 13 seconds – when there was like 58 seconds left after the Chiefs had gotten their uh, touchdown, they cut the camera cut to Josh and he was just like, he was just yeah. like, don't, he was like, nope, don't worry, we got it. Like, we got it. He, and then he did. And it was like, it was crazy. It's just crazy. Like, you know, because I feel like it's something that, you know, other teams can relate to too. But like, you know, we were always. There's a lot of teams that can't. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Yeah. But like, we were always bottom of the bear like we were never in even stuff simple stuff like you know like oh we are the nfl commercials like those kind of things we would our fans would never be in it our stadium would never be in it like Mm. they would never show the bills like now it's like we're getting all this recognition and it's like because it's finally starting to come together and it's like just the fact that we have a player or a team with the confidence to be like you know don't worry guys like well we could pull it back and they did Mm. I mean, it, it wasn't enough, but you know, it, like, well, that's the thing. It was enough, but then because, because yeah. of the way the rules are, yeah. well, and I, I just think if that game is here, I think it's different. I think we win. Like, I just again, yeah. like playing it's Kansas, Kansas yeah. City. Yeah, you could like you, you could even feel the energy just sitting like at home watching it yeah. on TV. Like it's just every time they cut to Kansas City fans, their mouth was just open, yeah. and they were just they weren't saying anything. It was just. It yeah, was just yeah, yeah. screaming at the camera. Mm-hmm. It was crazy, but yeah, what can you do? Well, next year. Next year. Go Bills. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, we did this last week, and you guys seemed to like it. So, let us know what do you guys think right now in the comments. What do you guys think if you guys have watched Peacemaker or Boba Fett or Euphoria this season? Let us know your guys' thoughts. Let us know. Shout yourselves out. We, it looks like we got five or six people watching right now. So let us know where you guys are at with that. Also, just shout out in the live chat if you guys are watching and enjoying the show. What do you want to start with? Last week we started with I think you know what. Peacemakers. Let's, talk, let's talk about Boba Fett first because okay. it's the most prevalent in our minds right now. Yeah, and you have you have a thought, so I'm interested to hear it. I do. Well, yeah, I do. I mean, I just feel like this um, is spoilers for Boba Fett, though. Yeah, by the way. Spoilers we're talking for spoilers. Boba Sorry, spoilers for <clears throat> Boba Fett, hundred percent. Although then again, I mean, what can you really spoil? I guess it's just like nothing like crazy happened. It was just. It's literally the title of the. It's literally the title of the episode. That's true. Is that a bot? No, it's. Oh, 808 Smokey, bro. Cat. Okay. Danielle, we will address that momentarily. Oh, God. I almost want to address that first, but I can't. Well, no, because that'll be a big discussion. Okay, so Book of Boba Fett. (laughs) foot absolutely so book of boba fett this week uh chapter five titled the return of the mandalorian mm-hmm. how on the nose but uh, <laughs> all right first two because i have to try and reconcile these two things in my head that are fighting first off purely based on what i watch plain and simple possibly the best 50 straight minutes of live action star wars ever Definitely for me the best live action episode of 
that we've gotten of Star Wars so far. Mm. That's not even a question. Bryce Dallas Howard, I don't even want to say cr- she obliterated it. Yeah. She, oh, no pun intended. R.I.P. Mandalore. I really didn't mean that. But, like, even that, I mean, the execution on that, the fact that it looked like a Terminator movie in Star Wars, you know what I mean? That you just see this city that, you know, we've watched, you know, for for you now, it has been years. But, like, for me, since I was a kid, this city, like, the Mandalorian city getting wiped off the face of the planet, like, that I've watched a million times on Clone Wars and Rebels, like, just gone. And all the Thai bombers going off, like, in the sunset. Like, the, right. it was almost like a... Oh, what's the movie called? It was like an Apocalypse Now, like, you know, moment with all the Thai bombers. Yeah. And then after the bombing happens, you see all the K2 droids, like, for, like K2SO, um, walking through, like, freaking Terminators with the probe droids looking for signs of life to just murder. Like, oh, my God, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was It was absolutely insane. Just that aspect, and then everything else that that happened with Din, right from being in right off the bat, and then being all the way throughout it. The stuff with the N one Starfighter was like nostalgic. I mean, does that we, count as fan service? I, I thought say, it, if I, it is, I thought it worked well. No, that's what I was gonna say. I think that I think that a lot of stuff in this episode and in this show and in Star Wars in general. But I would say, yeah, this episode in particular, I think there was a lot of elements. Of fan service, and I think, yeah, there was never a time that it was not executed perfectly, Mm -hmm. I would say. Because, I mean, his new ship is an N1 Starfighter. The the same ship, not the exact same ship, but the same model of ship that probably was in the battle of the Trade Federation battle above Naboo from Phantom Menace. And speaking of Phantom Menace... We went back to the Boonta Eve pod race. He, we watched Din go through the same caverns yeah. that, that not, Anakin went through 60 go, years I th- earlier. I thought when they she first pulled the thing off that ship, I thought it was a pod racer. So and I was like, second. what the yeah. fuck? And then I was like, <clears throat> but that it was it's basically like the space version of a pod race. Right, like yeah, a, yeah. A, Essentially. But I also think that not only was it an effective use of fan recognition or fan service, mm. whatever you want to call it, or just, you know, effective storytelling, because it really was. It also, it, it shows you where Din is at in his life, that he has suffered this, even though it was a, even though it was a necessary and, you know, on good terms parting, mm-hmm. it, he still had that parting with Grogu that is clearly affecting him. And he, you know, you see him, he is going back to his old ways. He's bounty hunting again. And he he seems to be, like, all over the place. I mean, he injures himself in the fight. He doesn't know how to properly wield the Darksaber. He can barely wield the spear. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's mentally, he's, like, he's like scatterbrained. And I like that, that it's, like, he he's kind of like, okay, I don't know what to do now, so I'm just going to go back to what I'm good at. But now I can't even do that because, like, my confidence is shaken because, you know, this kid changed my life type of thing. And I thought that was all great. And then I think the N1 Starfighter then comes back around and solidifies that, that he go he looks at it and he's like, how am I going to be a bounty hunter in this? Mm-hmm. And I think the answer is like, well, you, you're you past that. You're moving yeah. on from that light. You know what I mean? And it's like, I like that we're starting to see the progression of that to lead us into Mando Season 3, which then brings me to... The only negative that I have with this episode is this is not 
a season of The Mandalorian. This is a show called The Book of Boba Fett. Now, granted, somebody said earlier, they were like, well, what if all these shows, what if it's going to be called, you know, and this is just a, a theory. I mean, they've shown the title treatments and it's not this, but what if it's, you know, The Book of Boba Fett, The Book of Ahsoka, the, and, and it's more like everything we're watching relates back to Din Mm-hmm. But it's just here's a a person he meets along the way, and here's their story, right? You know, something like that. And I was like, okay, if that's the case, where then every one of these shows, Din is in it, is and in Pedro's it, yeah. Pedro's in it. Like I was like, that I could get on board with, and maybe that's the case. That I have no doubt, and nobody should have any doubt. Every question we've ever had about, well, what do they mean? They're not. They don't take their helmets off. They take them off all the time in Clone Wars answers it immediately in season two you know like Mm. stuff like that like everything that we go well hey wait a minute john and dave that you know they (laughs) they circle back around so i have no doubt if that's the case i'm all for it but when i'm pitched okay this is boba fett's show this is boba fett's time to shine Mm -hmm. and then you have an episode where he literally is not in a single frame of it (laughs) and at the end a secondary character comes in not that fennec is yeah but just by the structure of the show like she's a great character but you know even like a secondary character even as big as fennec is comes in at the end to kind of wrap it around but then even then it's like then mando's like yeah i'll help you out but first i gotta go see luke and grogu and it's like what (laughs) like where are we going with this yeah i think it's i think like i really like the episode by the way I liked all the kind of the I liked the beginning, the brutality of all of that whole scene yeah, when was, I thought it was funny when he's like, I don't know who I don't know I don't know where this guy is you're looking for. He puts the puck down on the table, he's like, You look like him. Yeah. He's like, I, I don't know, it's not yeah. me. And he just murders everybody in yeah. the room. And he um, takes his head. He takes his head. Yeah. He said I'm bringing you in hot or cold and he brings him in yeah, cold. Yeah, I love it. We got that line again. But well, to your point, like this is called the book of Boba Fett and Boba Fett is not in this episode of the show. Yeah. And again, I... And it's not like there's 23 episodes a season. Like, there was maybe a handful of episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that Phil Coulson wasn't in. Right. But there's, like, 250 episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's only seven of these, Mm -hmm. which really now means there's only really, like, six, because if you don't want to count this one. I I think... And and we know he's he's going to team up with them. So I'm interested to see how, because this is what episode five, and there's how many? Eight or seven? Seven. So there's seven. Only two left. So, and again, we're not going to spend a whole episode again. Follow. I'm sure. I again, I could be wrong. I don't know, but I don't think we're going to spend a whole episode of him going to visit them, to visit Grogu. I I, I hope not. But I I feel like they're setting there's so up. So many people convinced that we are though. I I really doubt it. Yeah. I I doubt that. But. I think what well one I think we're setting up season three of his journey to back to Mandalore to kind of revitalize himself or whatever they said he had to do. Um, Which also, Din, you're the sane one in that room. The armor (laughs) is fucking crazy. Like you know what I mean. Like they're the cult. You know. Like I kept. I watched the. I watched Star Wars Theory. It was this huge Star Wars, and I know it was just an innocent mistake that he was probably getting tripped up because it was a live show, but he kept saying. He was like, I don't know, man. Maybe he's gonna like join Death Watch. Maybe he's gonna leave the armor. The armor is Death Watch. Yeah. Bo Katan isn't. Like somebody was like, maybe he's gonna go back. 
to Bo-Katan and, and join up with Death Watch. She started in Death Watch and then went and then left pre Vizsla. Like, that was the whole point of the At Clone first, Wars. I thought they were going to bring up Sabine at some point. Mm-hmm. I thought she was going to come up in conversation yeah. at some point, but obviously she didn't. Well, they, they didn't. They, it was, yeah, they talked about her saying that Bo Katan was gifted it by somebody, but right. they never alluded to who. Yeah. yeah. And, but she, she's probably going to show up in Ahsoka, I'm assuming. Yeah. Right? Yeah. For sure. And then I. I want her to be in Mando season three. Season three. Like I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't mind if Sabine shows yeah. up in like the finale of Mando and then, and then rolls over to right. Ahsoka. But I, I am, I am a little uh, confused as to how we are going to end the show because again, he's like, well, I got to go visit uh, Grogu first. And it's like, okay, so maybe we just, maybe they just don't show it. Maybe he That's just like, really what I'm hoping. Maybe for. he just comes up. He just shows up in the next episode. It's like, Oh, I did my thing. I'm here. And they're like, okay, let's let's go fight the Pikes, you know? Yeah. Uh, but man, that was a good. I I really enjoyed this episode of the Mandalorian or <laughs> the Book of Boba Fett featuring the Mandalorian. Yeah. And it was just kind of. Is it? Can I pose this question to you? Mm-hmm. Is it possible that Boba Fett is just not as interesting as people make him want to make him out to be? I feel like the problem is people. Well, first of all, I feel like they shot not Star Wars storytelling, but I feel like they shot Boba Fett as a character in the foot with this episode. Right. Because I feel like, okay, if you just think about it on screen time basis, even including all of Boba Fett's stuff in The Clone Wars, Boba Fett's had less than three hours of screen time. This is the longest uh, Boba Fett episode, too, and he's not even in it. Yeah. Like, (laughs) Boba Fett has had less than three hours of screen time Mm -hmm. across all, you know, animated or live action storytelling. Din has had the luxury of having almost, you know, 15 hours of screen time. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, so I think by just purely on that, we had the ability to get to know Din as a person, get to know him, get to know how he functions, then kind of relish in his cool moments. Then, you know, go through tragedy with him, do all this stuff. This was the opportunity to build that relationship because that relationship that we have with Din as fans doesn't exist with Boba Fett. It just doesn't because we haven't seen that yet. This was the opportunity to do that. And just when we were getting there, they go, oh, but look at this cool guy that you guys all love. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like, and I feel like it's like, well, what? Yeah, we already (laughs) love him though. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel. I'm like, yeah, we already love him. Get make us love Boba Fett because that's mm-hmm. what people are saying. Is they're like, oh, kind of interesting that like you know the main character like this was it, somebody said like Din Djarin had me had my attention gripped better in five minutes than Boba he Fett did. had in five episodes. He did, and he did. <laughs> but that's not Boba Fett's fault, right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's how they structured the story's fault, right? And that and that I feel like people are kind of losing sight of that, but. Absolutely. This episode, like I said, this was the best episode so far that we've had. And I'm a huge fan of the Book of Boba Fett so far. The, uh, you know, episode, what was it? The one with the speeders or whatever. Episode three was just the weaker one for me, but everything else I've loved. You know, I'm invested in, I want to know what happens next with him and Black Chrysanthemum now that they're teaming up. You know what I mean? Like, I want to know that stuff. Like, this was cool, but I feel like, I feel like it was a nice kind of interlude or a nice like aside but it can't 
it can't roll over again and turn into an interruption. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it can't it can't go further than it already did. I feel like because then you're just then you're just completely losing sight of what the show actually is. And I <laughs> right. saw, and then I saw other is people. Is it the book of Boba Fett or the book of Dinjarin? <laughs> and I and I saw other people saying, like doing like the Rocky, you know, the the handshake meme where it's like the the oh yeah muscly yeah, yeah. arms like and it's. And it's it was Dinjar and Boba Fett, and it said the the king of like stealing episodes, and it and it was the <laughs> it was the Tython episode where Boba came in and wrecked shop and shit. Right. Yeah. And I was like, but Din didn't steal this episode. This was Din's episode. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like Boba stole that episode. But they were still with, both in like, it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like it would have been different if it was like exactly. Yeah. Exactly what you just said. Like I just feel like people are like people are giving it a false equivalency that's like no like boba didn't even he didn't even it was like the bills like he didn't he didn't even get a chance to answer you know yeah. what I mean? he wasn't like no i'm cool too because he wasn't even on screen so i'm hoping like you said i am hoping really hoping that we do not i do not want to see grogu i do not want to see luke next i'd love to see grogu i would love to see luke but i don't want to see them in next week's episode right. I want to just I this is what I want. Get put Din aside, focus mm-hmm. back on Boba and Fennec, have Din come back and be like, "All right, I handled it. Let's let's go." Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. What do you yeah. uh real quick, what do you think What was I going to say? What do you think Oh yeah, so the whole thing in space when he gets pulled over. What do you think of that whole thing? Like they just were like, "Oh, you know, your voice sounds familiar about the, did you used to drive a, or fly a Razor Crest? And he's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he's like, well, there was a Razor Crest that, you know, blew up this, like, Imperial, former Imperial space stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they just kind of let him go, and he's like, was that just, like, to put that, what's that guy's name again? The guy, uh, the, the character? Yeah, like yeah. Carson Teva, yeah. Yeah, was that just to put him in it? Him in it? Like, because um, they're like, because they don't do anything with it. They're just like, yeah. he's like, well, do you want to go? He's like, well, sir, are you going to, you know, write him up after he, like, flies away? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, well do you want to fill out all that paperwork? He's like, no. They're like, to okay. Me, <laughs> I, to me, I think it's cool. Honestly, I'm fine with it if it's just, like, if it's just, like, Trapper Wolf. And I thought it was funny. Carson I was Teva like, are just, like, recurring characters. Yeah. Like, just, just in a small role like that. But I, I still, you know what's her fucking face aside like Cara Dune aside yeah I still want Rangers of the New Republic give me a show oh yeah no yeah like I would I honestly would watch an entire show about Carson Teva about Mm -hmm. just what what does it mean to literally just be like Rangers in the New Republic Mm -hmm. like what does it mean to just be an X-Wing pilot just policing the outer rim and almost it would be like almost like a procedural and it doesn't have right. to be this giant, you know, OK, how does the how does Carson Teva tie into Thrawn? Mm-hmm. You know, what I, you know what I mean? It's like, no, this one, this show is just for the more you could even say like it's for the more casual fan. It's just, you know, a, a nice, charming show, action adventure show set in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Like, that's what I would want to see from it. But if it's if it doesn't become more than that, then whatever. But I think you definitely, I think you're definitely going to see Carson Teva again in Mando season three, because I mean, in the first season he was in it, and then in the second season 
he was in the X-Wing again, but then he had that episode where he actually went to Navarro mm -hmm. and was on the ground talking to Cara Dune and stuff. Right, so yeah. I feel like they're just going to probably keep expanding his role. Mm -hmm. And maybe he'll just be a staple character right. in uh, Mando. Or like I said, I would be fine with him getting his own show. Like, I re I always enjoy that stuff yeah. when they do that. I just thought it was interesting that he just, they just like pull him over and then... Yeah. They talk about this thing like, that happened in season it. two. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's Morgan. You know, because, and again, with season two, the whole intrigue of that whole kind of thing was like, mm -hmm. oh, this is where the cloning thing kind of connects with everything. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, that's what that? I was, that's what I'm a little nervous about. Because like, I was like, we if we're setting up, Dr. Pershing? we're setting up him going to Mandalore, like, where are we going to get yeah. with, you know, Dr. Pershing and all that other stuff? Um, oh, and then I completely forgot Dr. Pershing's. Remember that was the final shot of Bad Batch season one. Was they went to Doctor Pershing's oh, lab yeah. and they and not they that's like where they put Nala and was like oh we're gonna do some right, great yeah. work together or something and then it was like okay is this <laughs> setting up for Mando season three but then now yeah. it feels like it's kind of pulling away from that so I yeah don't I don't know maybe I, they if they do something cool with the whole cloning or because again like, it just enhances yeah that's what they've been I feel like that's again. They're not trying to, but that's what they've been doing some of where with the animated shows and with, you know, these live act, these live action shows, it's like, let's make things make sense mm -hmm. from the prequel era yeah. and stuff like that. And this is what they're kind of doing with the sequel era, where it's exactly. like, you know, that whole cloning thing. I was like, oh, this would explain it. Yeah. That they didn't do in the movie. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, I, I would be fine if we get a show like Bad Batch that just picked up right from the prequels. And Mando and Book of Boba Fett, which has been the first thing to bring prequel, original, and sequel elements all together in a great way. I think this episode, this episode, period, end of story, is the best example of things from the original trilogy, things from the prequel trilogy, things from the sequel trilogy, and things from Fallen Order, mm -hmm. and, and and the animated show. You know, it was like a melding of everything you've ever seen all came together in this episode but like i i would love for them to be able to use whatever they're doing in the bad batch even if they don't you know even if it's something that maybe they're not focusing on it in mando but in terms of if they can do something on the bad batch to make the snoke thing make more sense do that mm -hmm. i have no problem with that you know what i mean like if if dave he's shown before that he can you know he can kind of reverse engineer and help things make sense you know right. like you said with clone wars that's basically what clone wars originally was it was to help improve the sequels retroactively mm. so or the prequels retroactively so if bad batch can do the same thing for the sequel trilogy albeit i mean uh, you know that's awesome but yeah i, th I think great episode is just you know <clears throat> just that one thing of yeah just it yeah and we'll have to just see what the thing is for next week because like you said, if it's another episode entirely focused on Din, like what are we doing? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Or that's what I would want is just bring it back to Boba and Fennec and have Din show up, you know, either partway through or at the end and be like, All right, I handled my thing. Let's go. And then in Mando season three, you could just open Mando season three with him going and giving the thing to Grogu and then, you know, title card and then all right now we're back to present day you know what mm -hmm. i mean like that kind of thing because i saw people saying too like well i don't want them to skip over it in this show and force us to have a flashback in mandalorian 
this isn't the Mandalorian show. Like, it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see that, but we'll have to see where it, where it goes. But I have total faith in John and Dave to to do the right thing, right? Basically, but yeah, yeah. So, Whew. what what do you want to do next? Book above. Yeah, do you want to do Peacemaker next or Euphoria? Let's do Euphoria because uh, it looks like Danielle has some thoughts. Okay. So if anyone was tuning out because of uh, Book of Boba Fett spoilers, you can you can come on back. Come on back. You can unmute. Uh, so what did we say? Euphoria. Euphoria. So why don't you why don't you start with this one? Give us your thoughts on. So last week we did talk about episodes uh, one and two, right, mm-hmm. of season three. So let us know what are your thoughts on episode three, and then also after that, let us know a little bit about like the the drama that's been going on because I don't really know a lot of it better than what you said. Oh yeah, because that has been big news. Well, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You want me to talk about episode three and the drama? The drama. Yeah. Okay. I'll start with the drama first because that's just easy. Yeah. So there's been a few uh, things I feel like popping up. I this is me speak. I again I haven't really read much into any of this. So this is all just kind of stuff I've been glancing at. So the first thing is apparently Barbie Ferreira, I think her name is. She plays Cat on the show. Mm-hmm. Apparently she got into an argument or something with Sam Levinson who and do created we know the what show. It was about? No, I don't okay. think so. And writes the show. Mm-hmm. And then so there's rumors going around that after that fight, she kind of that's what for one that that was why she was not at the premiere. Oh, I didn't know she wasn't at the premiere. Yes. And or at least that's what the pictures say. I don't know if she maybe snuck in the back or something. I don't know. And that's that's why she does just does not have as many scenes. Apparently, he kind of it's they're saying he cut her scenes out of the show. Which hearing that, I could totally see watching the show. Yeah, like she's had I feel like two moments. I mean, in she was like episodes. a she was like the third biggest character in the first season. Yeah, I'd say yeah, yeah, probably definitely. She, she's a pretty five. she's no no yeah. she's definitely up there, but um. Like, we see her, you know, kind of have that crisis of, you know, who she is and, you know, like kind her, of yeah, her being like uncomfortable what she looks like. Yeah. yeah. And then we see her at dinner with that awkward exchange with her. Like, like Ethan's th- parents. Yeah. Which, her his mom's asshole. Oh, my God. Yeah. What did she what? say? What did she, she say? Like, that was very illuminating. Yeah. That was. <laughs> like, like, I didn't ask well, you. How do you. Yeah. Like, how do you just ask someone that? Like, yeah. well are you yeah how does yeah i don't know what? i'm trying to figure it out well that was illuminating well you asked me yeah <laughs> that's my answer but and that's and that's so it stupid. that's all you see from her for the rest of the episode yeah so like i don't know maybe maybe that is true because the more i watch it it just like it Especially just seems the first episode i feel i feel like she definitely got cut out a lot yeah in the first episode at the new year's party because right like at the new year's party it kept they kept doing this cool thing with the, you know, how the camera would kind of go all the way from the front to the back of the house, mm-hmm. like and pull through everybody. That was pretty cool, but like it kept just like pulling through, mm-hmm. and like you would see, oh, she's talking to Cassie, and then you would be like, oh, she's talking to Jules, but you never, <laughs> you never cut to a conversation with her with right. anyone, and it was like so clear that like everyone else had like at least some dialogue scenes, and Cat had nothing to do right. at that party. And I don't know, there was, there's something about, like, D.A.R.E., like, not liking the show, like, you know, D.A.R.E., everybody learns the school, I, I forget what that stands for, something about, like, you know, drugs and alcohol, not for kids. Drugs and alcohol. Something about, like, it perpetuating, you know, drugs and alcohol being, like, having an effect on, you know, 
young a young person's you know ideas of that stuff being cool and stuff like that and there was isn't there another thing I you mentioned be drug free what was it yeah it was like that. it was like uh the the parents of america like drug safety something like some or some parental organization mm-hmm. that kind of like does the same thing with like with a focus on like like drug drug awareness and like information and stuff like that was also having you know big problems with the show and hbo yeah, so, okay, so, did Danielle say something? Drug like abuse a... resistance education. Okay. Danielle said. She said a lot. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read what Danielle said in the chat. Because mm-hmm. I think it's good points. So, Danielle said, I understand feeling bad for Cassie for her childhood trauma and reasoning of needing love and validation, but you do not sleep with your friend's ex ever. Lexi was always great. Reminds me of me and also the, reminds me of me and also the only normal teen so far. And now everyone finally is starting to appreciate her. So excited! To see, so excited to see the play. Excited to see the play. Oh right, the I play. Know, I, don't know if you, I don't even know at this point. I don't even know if we're gonna get to see the play. We better. She worked really hard on that. Yeah, I know. I want to see that play. And you know who's gonna be right in the front row? Fez. He's gonna be right in the front row watching. If he's even allowed on the fucking premises. Well, he better be. But yeah. But yeah. So I I really liked the episode. That was one moment I got really mad at dinner when his mom just said made some stupid comment and you know you asked me yeah. the question and i answered yeah what, that's all i'm giving you Sorry. and also like she clearly was like being so like vulnerable about it you know what right I mean? yeah like, she's like wow big quite like you know yeah i, I really don't know like, it wasn't like she was like oh yeah i'm just like trying to figure it out she was like oh she's like oh, I and don't she's really a senior in high school it. like like what do you want yeah and the other and the other moment i got annoyed was and I man Rue is starting to piss me off. Thank you. Like sh- I, I said, bro. You know, starting to get to me. She got that suitcase, and I said she's gonna get high on her own supply. That's Absolutely, what she's gonna do, and okay. she's not gonna be able to pay the money back. And I was just gonna. So all right, I have a question <laughs> for you because me and my roommate got into an argument okay. about it because is is the plan that she had? Is she serious about the plan that she had? Or was the whole thing just a made-up thing just to get the drugs? I don't know. Oh, that's a good point. You know I didn't I mean? even think about that. Because I was like, I bet you the whole thing was because she does she does uh, coke or whatever it is like off the countertop. And she's like, she's like, oh, my God, what if there was a way that I could get drugs for free? And then she goes <gasps> and like has an idea. So she, she got the idea because she wanted to figure out a way to get drugs for free, not because she had this great business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She worked out the idea because she wanted free drugs. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm wondering if there's even if she even has any intent to. Because she was like, "Well, what if it was all these girls that were doing it?" And so she hasn't talked to anyone about. Like, who's gonna be on board with this? Right. That we know. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like Cat's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, sign me up. I'll you know pedal drugs for right. this." lady in a massage chair like i look fucking like modok mm. i don't know what i don't know what that lady's deal is but yeah, yeah i think she's just kind I of think she just wants it for herself no i yeah i would i i could get on i could get on that train but yes like the lady drug dealer mm-hmm. yeah she's kind of mysterious because she talks very softly and but she's like i'll get you if you don't pay me back like if you don't return what's mine like or i'm coming after you i'm gonna sell you to some really bad people I hey. of it yeah. Where she was like, I will kill you. <laughs> and then traditionally that's where somebody would be like, oh, never I'm mind. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but she goes, 
in the same exact comedic timing that someone would say, I'm kidding. She goes, yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, it creeped me out. And just you have to think, it. like, where is she going to get the money from? But Danielle said, I think it was originally to get the drugs. Then she realized she needs to actually sell it. I have no clue who she trusts to sell it. Fez already said no, and Elliot is the only other druggie. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And her kind of uh, little, now. her little spat outside after the meeting with Ali. With Ali, mm-hmm. I was like, if for, honestly, I, pissed me off. I, yeah, I was like, you. He told you this stuff in confidence, and I, I think is that's a callback to one of the special episodes, right? Mm-hmm. And. I was like, you don't get to. I'm like, where she, I, go, where she says to him, like, what are you gonna do? Hit me or something? yeah? He and he was like, I, I, per, for me personally, I was like, oh, I told you that, like, and you don't get to like throw that back at me. Yeah, you don't get to throw that in my face. Yeah, like, when I told you that in like a moment of weakness. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So that was, you know, that kind of annoyed me too. Let's talk about what did you think? Did you were at the, from the beginning where you're like, oh, finally a Cal episode. And then we kind of got, I think that was the first 10 minutes, I want to say. And then it just kind of left that. I would have liked more. Like, give me more of him as a kid. Like, Well, and we never resolved what happened to the best friend. Right. Yes, that is he very true. Got, he just gets the call that she's pregnant, and then we jump to the modern day. Yeah. So I think maybe we could go back to that. Because I feel like, I feel like too, this was the best Cal episode that we got in a long time. Although I feel like it's one of those things that all of the sudden, they're like, oh, we're going to write, instead of just crazy shit aside that Cal also does. Like, I mean, character-wise, it's just like, stern father also is very fucked up. But like, like in terms of the emotion and stuff, it's just like, stern dad. That's like all, but now mm-hmm. that they actually are writing his personality, I feel like it doesn't match for me. Like when he, when he was like, I feel like the Cal that they wrote in season one would not have let Ashtray hit him that many <laughs> times. Like I would be, yeah. yeah he was kind of taking it. Yeah, exactly. I but thought, I think he also believed that they would shoot him. Like I at believe, least Ashtray I would. Ashtray was going to At least him. he would kill, shoot yeah. You can't kill him because then that just leaves so many things unresolved. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but no, um, I couldn't believe how many times you fucking hit. Yeah, he was dead. Yeah, I love how Fez is like, man, I, you know, I got no idea about whatever this disc is yeah, you're talking about. Like, All I know is your son is messing with Rue and her friends. And I need yeah. you to tell him to leave him alone and stop sitting outside my house. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, oh, wait. What? There, oh, here we go. Hang on. There is a a theory. Since Rue is the narrator and she was sober-ish first season, her stories were more on track. Now that she's high or whatever 24-7, her storytelling is more all over the place, which is why nobody has their own episode this season. I could get behind that. I could get behind that. That Or Sam Levinson just had a really good treatment for one season of TV. (laughs) And then shit Uh, the bed. Which is another rumor that apparently he's just not a good writer. Yeah. What? Me and Sean both said, if you want to see if he's not a good writer, go watch Malcolm and Marie. Yeah. And then I'll tell you. And then tune in, check out our review for Malcolm (laughs) and Marie almost a year ago. Spoiler alert, he's not a good writer. The first season was good. (laughs) Well, that's what I said. Like, he probably just worked really hard and had a super solid, really good treatment for one season of television. You know what I mean? Like, that happens all the time where somebody could be a fucking brilliant, you know, and, you know, and spout out a movie and then, yeah. a, or a season. And then game of Thrones was good for seven seasons. Yeah. And then, be like, <laughs> and then be like, all right, 
now more. And they're like, what? (laughs) Which is exactly what happened with D&D for Game of Thrones was adapting George's work. Solid. Now you finish it. (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay. How many episodes do we have? Six. Six. (laughs) Go for it. But yeah, no, I, I agree. I think... Overall, at this point, I know last week I was I was on edge because I was like, you know, if there's not a light at the end of this tunnel, if if it's not if we're not going anywhere with this, I'm like, why am I watching this? You know what I mean? Why am I subjecting myself? Because it's I'll, rough. <laughs> I'll say it. Well, I'll say this in terms of just my thoughts on this episode through and through a much more palatable episode. Like, yeah, a lot less just intensity and like shit happening in this episode. There was still a lot of intense shit happening. Don't get me wrong, but it was just a lot more like easily digestible. I feel like Mm -hmm. in this episode, but that being said too, I just feel like this season overall, now that we're three episodes in, it's just nowhere near as, as solid as the original one. Except for like that one moment. What's with going on uh, here? we got Big Mike, saying Big Mike, it. wow, Trump twenty twenty four, MAGA. <laughs> Except for what was it when Cassie and Nate are having sex and his parents are sitting in the kitchen and you can hear it from. That was yeah. just weird. That was just very that was, weird. Uh, yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> and I just feel like there's a bunch of stuff that's just like weird, like that this yeah. season. Whereas like the first season was like, well, the show is like fucked up. You know yeah. what I mean? But then now it's like, now it's just like, why are we doing this? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, that's just all I can think as I'm just like, like, why is this happening? But yeah, I mean, I guess I Thanks, liked, Daniel. I like, yeah, thank you. I guess, I, you know, I liked the episode. I, li- I, I, liked, I liked it. Yeah. I liked Lexi's stuff in the episode. I think the whole Cassie and Nate situation is just getting more fucked up by the second I do feel I, I I shouldn't say I feel bad for her. I I feel bad that she like gets ready every day for him to notice her and he just kind of walks by. Yeah. Even though they're still I think from what I can tell they were still hooking up every Friday or whatever it mm-hmm. was. But then at the end of the episode he goes to uh what's her name's yeah. house. And it's so fucked up too <clears throat> that he's only hooking up with her once a week. Once and a that's week. all she looks forward to. Yeah. And he goes Sorry, I can't make it. And he doesn't go like, all right, we'll do tomorrow. He goes, I'll see you next, next week. week. <laughs> yeah. Like, 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 all right, you missed this this window, but I'll see you next Friday. And it's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's so terrible. Did you think when she was going off in the bathroom, did you think that was real? When, it, when that happened, we paused it. Because I was like, ain't no. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, yeah. if this is because I knew right away we were going to find out if it was real or fake. I was like, if this is real right now, this just changed the entire. And I got interested for a second because I was like, yo, this is gonna, this would change the entire dynamic of the show. You know what I mean? Like if she really said that. And then and so I figured it was just going to be like, you know, it was just going to do that like pan zoom or something and then just like cut back to her just like with a blank expression. Be like, well, she didn't really say any of that, mm-hmm. but it was just ruin the thing saying, you know. She didn't really say any of that, so right, I yeah. Don't know, but did you think another question? Did you think a Cal's? Well, I guess it's his wife right now. Did you think she looks like, like Lexi at first yeah. glance? Okay, that's yeah. what a lot of people were saying. I was like, yeah, yeah I could. Hundred <laughs> percent. They thought that was definitely a weird. look similar. Nate is only back with Maddie to get the tape back. Oh yeah, that's a good point. 
Again, Maddie, again, that relationship is just toxic to me. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, Nate is just a toxic person in general, but so is Maddie in my yeah. opinion. Oh and, yeah. She said, Danielle said, I love the part that was like an interview of Lexi. Yeah. I love that when it like, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah second, that was cool. And we watched like two minutes of like a documentary about the making of the play. Like that, right, that was, that was cool. funny. Yeah. I hope she, you know, I, I, I think that's what I'm just rooting for in this show is that Lexi and, you know, Fez isn't, you know, he's not the greatest person in the world. You know, he's dealing drugs and stuff like that. But he is ve- he he looks out for those that he cares about. Mm-hmm. And I respect that, especially with, you know, you know, Ashtray and Rue. Rue he, he just refuses to give Rue anything. And I do love yeah. that. Like, even I think it was like the second episode of the first season, mm-hmm. which he's banging, throwing a tantrum at his door. Yeah. And he's like, nope, not getting nothing from me. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I'm i looking forward to do I – th- I think there's eight episodes in this in this season. Oh god, seven or eight. So I don't know if are you gonna make it through the to the end. I don't know, man. You gotta make it. I mean, I, mean, I got. I mean, yeah, I, I see what happens. I know. It's just so so much so much information. Not even just information. It's just the way that it is. But I, I mean, I'm gonna watch it. But yeah, yeah, that's my thought. That's euphoria. That's, that's euphoria our euphoria talk. talk. <clears throat> I'll interject real quick with a talk. <coughs> so. I'm but I am behind the entirety of two shows that I love and I need to watch. I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna watch through it tomorrow because I have to. But I did watch the first se- the first episode of one of them, which is Ozark and Oh yeah, Cobra Kai. Didn't part one come out? So I have yet to watch Cobra Kai, which came out. December 31st so it's been a long time but don't worry once I watch that one I'll talk a little bit about it on Planet Film Live but I'll I'll do I'm planning on doing like episode recaps on the TikTok and stuff for Cobra Kai Ozark I'm probably just gonna do a season like recap just because it's like a lot to kind of get through and it's not as I don't know it's not as like light a show to do like an epic you know what i mean like cobra kai there's like cliffhangers and stuff like ozark is just like heavy shit heavy shit heavy all right and then like it's done you know what i mean yeah. so i'll do a full season review of both of them on the tiktoks but i'll do episode reviews of cobra kai but i have not watched cobra kai yet i did watch the first two episodes of ozark season 4a absolutely great great start to it Super, super. Is 4B already filmed? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. And then 4B will be the last one, which is going to, I think. It's got to be this year. Maybe. Surely they will not make you wait a whole nother year for a second half of a season. Well, the problem <laughs> is they call it 4A and 4B, but 4A had, has eight episodes. Mm. It, that's like a whole season. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe because there's normally 13 it's either 10 or 13 it's not an eight episode show normally so maybe 4b will just only be like four or five episodes like maybe it'll just be a shorter episode count Mm. because it's definitely all filmed so it might i think i want to say it's something like it'll drop in the fall i think it's like that Mm -hmm. um like i think it's like september hopefully jeez but that beside beside that absolutely great start to this i think the new problem for this season and what will be, you know, for the series finale as well once we get to the to the rest of season four. It's just another thing. Like, if you guys watch Ozark, you know what it is. It's just how on earth are they going to be able to pull it off or get out of it? 
do they get out of it? Is it going to be like a Walter White situation where they just don't get out of don't, it? <laughs> yeah. well, spoiler alert for Breaking Bad, I guess. But, you know, I'm, j- I'm super, super intrigued. And again, Jason Bateman, phenomenal actor, phenomenal director, phenomenal writer. Ozark is one of the best shows on TV right now, period. So I'm super, super excited to finish that. But yeah, so I'm probably going to finish Ozark Season 4A tomorrow and then start Cobra Kai Season 4 tomorrow as well. Last thing on yeah. Euphoria real quick. Danielle said, things are supposed to pick up uh, and be crazy. Someone is supposedly dying this season. All I know is if Waxy dies, I will probably We're stop right. wiping the show. Because yeah. what's the point? Everybody else sucks. Yeah. You know? <laughs> She's the only, you know, nice person, I feel like. Mm-hmm. All right, so, Peacemaker. And she's the only person that re- that deserves any redemption. Right. Yeah. Rue doesn't. She doesn't even need redemption. No, yeah. No, <laughs> There's nothing yeah. to be redeemed of. She didn't do anything. But, like, even Rue even Ru does, I, like. I don't want to say she doesn't deserve redemption because she's a drug addict and, you know, she's going through some shit, like. Yeah. But, they, again, they've all gone through some shit, I feel like. But I feel like Rue is. They all have mental problems. Especially in this newest episode. I feel like she really, with the with the, I would call it mental manipulation and abuse of her sister. Oh yeah, that that really hit me of like, yeah. cause that's like that's sober Rue thinking that out and doing it. You know what right, I mean? Like, yeah. so that to me was like that was like a little extra fucked up. That like I was like, oh my god, that's like really bad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sorry, Peacemaker. Boom. Let's Peacemaker. talk Peacemaker episode four. four. No, I. That's three. Episode four. <laughs> the Chode Less Traveled. <laughs> yes, Wasn't that, that is it? what yeah. it is called. Yeah. I was trying to think of it. Uh, Peacemaker spoilers. Peacemaker uh. spoilers. For me, this is a bold statement. For me, I think this is the. I think this might be the best episode of streaming superhero television. Jeez. You said it was the best streaming what was that? You said didn't you say it was the best like show right now or something like that? Be- best best like comic book show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be- I think I think it is. Wow, this is impressive. Um, I mean, I love Peacemaker's. Yeah, funny. I mean it, it's amazing. Like but genuinely, I think of did any moment in WandaVision, Loki, Hawkeye. What's the other one? Falcon Winter Soldier. Falcon Winter Soldier. Definitely not. Fa- but Falcon Order Soldier, or even like What If, or some, mm-hmm. you know, anything like that. Even Mandalorian, Book of, you know, I'll throw all that. Any of the, any of the like genre, like street, like high quality streaming shows from any of any of the people. Did anything get me as invested this quickly, or as emotional at a single moment, as this show? But then this episode did. No, absolutely mm. not. Like this episode for me was amazing the the montage towards the end where it's chris you know he's getting you know high and drinking and just like losing it Mm -hmm. and having those flashbacks and we finally get a little peek behind yeah behind some of the stuff very unsure but yeah Yeah. a little well i like that we didn't find out exactly what happened right saw it but we didn't know exactly now whether that's because james gunn doesn't want us to know exactly how it happened or if there's some sort of reveal that chris wasn't involved mm-hmm. but he maybe took the blame for it or something right. that's maybe like what i'm thinking is that maybe it wasn't him but he like took the blame or something like that right. 
but not even just that just we see what i assume is like his first kill Mm -hmm. like we you know we see all that stuff as well as just where everyone else is at with the team you know what i mean like economists fucked up with you know letting judo master escape so now and i liked that too that like before he bound him to the bed like i love that we're getting every there is not a single what is uh what's her name amy sedera say in this episode of mandalorian sorry book of boba fett oh uh not a single <laughs> scrap of fat honor like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. how i describe the writing in this show like every minute of screen time is dedicated to character progression mm-hmm. every minute is dedicated to character progression. Like, it's crazy. Like, Economist, he ties Judo Master up to the bed, and he's like, <laughs> oh, that's good enough. And then, you know, he escapes. Capes, yeah. And so then in the montage, like, this time, he hooks him up to the IV, and he stations himself right next to the bed because he's right. like, I can't fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, I cannot fuck up again. And it's like, that's like the the – I love John Economist so far. Like Steve Agee is really bringing it, but like that he's like the fourth or fifth most important character on the show. You know what I mean? If yeah. not even lower. And like just the fact that he is getting those moments and stuff. And then with with Harcourt, you know, just clearly hating the person that she is, but knowing that she has to deal with it and taking right. it out on others type of thing. And then. Oh my God, vigilante in this episode. Oh, he kicks like, some ass. He, well, he kicks some ass, absolutely. But then when he like goes in the car, well, even before that, in the prison, when he goes, you know, you're a bad dad. Yeah. And, and it just sound it sounded like it was like a the like four year old in him saying that, right. like you you hurt my friend Chris, like you're mm-hmm. a bad dad. And then like as soon as he, as soon as. Robert, Robert Patrick, Patrick realizes like, puts that. Puts it together. Yeah, yeah, he's like, like you see, which, by the way, I'm finally done with all my Harry Potter rewatches and stuff, but the fact that Vigilante is also Cormac McClagan from the last <laughs> few, it's like really messing with my head because I don't know if he's just, well, I do know because J.K. Rowling didn't cast American people, but his, his American accent in this show is, I didn't realize it was the same person. Mm-hmm. And he looks very noticeably the exact same because it is the same person <laughs> but his accent's that good but his acting was amazing but the way that his face like drops when his, when robert patrick starts yelling my son's trying to kill me and he's like and adrian's <laughs> yeah. like oh. he's like like and then when hardcore picks him up and he just like breaks down in the car and he's like like i think i might have made things yeah. worse and she has like a human moment there too yeah and she's yeah. like she's like you know, this guy's just trying to help his friend. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> I just loved that. Like, that he was just like, you know, you know, I'm all his like shit with like, well, I don't want you to see my face. And he has that vulnerable moment where he's just like, I'm Adrian. He's like, you know, I think I might have made things worse. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, shit. Like, mm-hmm. it hit me. Like, that whole montage at the end was like just incredible. The whole episode was really great. Right. The reveal with Mern and everything. How, what's her name? Adebayo how she's just getting even more deep into shit and conflicted yeah. with, you know. Well, and then where and then at. she does cuz they set up in I think it was episode It must yeah, it was it must've been the episode before that where she can't kill yeah. the bodyguard. Mm-hmm. And then Judo Master is fighting Peacemaker and then she he's about to like say something and she yeah. she shoots him. I don't, he doesn't die, right? No. Right, he yeah. doesn't die cuz I think 
Because yeah. he goes on that peacemakers. Great joke. <laughs> peacemakers like, oh, it takes a little more than a bullet to kill that guy. Or yeah, something it's like a that. yeah. He said these little martial arts guys. He's like, yeah. and then he go he goes, you know, I've seen it before. You know, you shoot them right in the heart. They just move a kidney up there and take its place. Yeah. And she was like, she was like, that's never happened. That's and he go, and I love that Peacemaker goes. He goes. It, it was like a handful of times, but it's happened. Like he's like he's like, well, you might not have heard of it, but I mean, I, I have. Like yeah, it was yeah. just so funny. Oh my! But God. yeah, every single character in the show is amazing and written so well, and I can't emphasize this enough that Johns is an incredible actor. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know how to like the fact that that sentence is not just true, but like resoundingly true. Like especially in like he is just so good and even in the moment you know the the tiniest moment before kind of the montage kicks off when he goes and he asks hardcore and he says what was it can you tell me what was in my file oh yeah and then he i won't repeat it on the podcast but he says something very derogatory Mm -hmm. and he's like not in like a i think he says like not in like a perverted way like it's just a fact or something and then he kind of and then he kind of like you see in his face that he regrets saying that. And then he kind of looks back at her like as if he wanted to apologize, but then he walks away. Right. And I was like, just that moment, like, just, like, you know, that I love Marvel stuff. I love the Disney plus shows, but like, you don't get that. Like you don't right. get like, cause in the get in the first episode, he calls, uh, he calls that one waitress that name. And he's like, what? Yeah, he's like, you know, I don't know, like, what do you mean? What's wrong with it? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And also, like, he's not wearing the Peacemaker outfit. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he is wearing it, like, on missions and stuff, but, like, he's not just wearing it out in public anymore. Like, I feel like he's kind of realizing that he wants to, you know... I I like that we're kind of discovering who Christopher Smith is, Mm -hmm. as well, you know, as what Peacemaker kind of stands for. But yeah, sorry, that was my rant on it. But excellent episode. I said said in my review, it's the first one I've given of this show so far, I gave a five out of five for me. Like I love this. Yeah. I'd probably say, I mean, I, for me, the whole series is five out of five. Yeah. For me, the, the Mern reveal is interesting because there's, I think there's a shot like before that kind of end reveal where it does show him just sitting there, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't show the glass of whatever that is. Yeah. No in it. The soup. And you're kind of, you're kind of like looking at him like, why is he just like sitting there Mm -hmm. like that? You know, he's just like really like he's literally just like stand, like sitting up straight like this with like a blank expression, just yeah. watching TV. And you're kind of like, that's a little weird. And then, it, you know, at the end, it shows that he has this long ass tongue sucker thing come out of his mouth and he starts drinking the thing. So I'm interested to see like what the and obviously we know there's millions of fireflies like or fireflies, butterflies mm-hmm. all over the globe. You know, yeah. So I'm interested to see kind of where I feel like it's almost too much to stop now. Oh like, no, yeah. I agree. So I'm interested to see kind of what the, you know, just like what the is going to happen or whatever. Yeah. You know, because again, we have you know Robert Patrick's kind of thing too with, you know, he's a white supremacist and this whole thing with he's in the jail and mm-hmm. you know how does this all gonna kind of gonna come together? Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be. I feel like it's going to be something that we find out that, like, the butterflies are, like, I feel like it's going to be something we find out that, like, the butterflies are something to, like, help or something. Because either way, I feel like we're going to learn that, like, okay, the butterflies aren't a threat 
You know what I mean? Like, okay, yes, right. they are taking over bodies. Like, why is he trying to kill them? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Because, like, well, actually, I don't really know how it works, I feel like. I don't know how the yeah. butterflies kind of work. Yeah, and I think purposely we don't know, you know. Right. Is it like a Starro situation, kind of? Like, well, Starro's like one starfish, but he mm-hmm. has millions of other maybe. things. Although, maybe it people. isn't like a hive mind thing, because then why is Mern taking other ones out right you know what i mean or maybe did Mern just become a butterfly yeah you know what i mean maybe because we don't know when he became one right um but there's supposed to be an all Mern episode coming up oh really yeah because they released they released the last Sneak. four episode titles and oh, okay. i think it's episode six is called Mern after reading yeah like burn after burn reading. after reading yeah so it's called Mern after reading and so it's like supposed to be an all him so we'll probably find out in episode six so, you know, the team probably won't find out that he's a butterfly until the end of episode five, I'm guessing. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, I thought it was super – I thought that was super interesting. And I just, But I feel like on kind of what you were saying, I feel like the end of this show, it's going to be – I feel like it's going to be, like, father versus son. Like, I feel yeah. like the butterfly thing's going to get resolved in, like, a – Oh, they just wanted information, or so you know what I mean, and then they're gonna leave peacefully, or something, and they realize like, oh, they don't even have to be killing the people to get rid of them, or something, because there's got to be something that judo masters like, you know, and you don't even know what you're fighting for. Oh yeah, like, he's got information. Yeah, like yeah. the butterflies aren't what you think. They're you know probably like they're trying to help or something, you know, and then I think the actual, if you're talking, what's the actual fight or whatever. I think it's going to be – I think Robert Patrick's going to suit up in that white dragon Oh, my suit. God. Yeah. And the I think, whole, like, army of, like, white supremacists. I think they're and... really going to go for it. No, so don't you at this I point. think they're really going to go for, like, specifically, like, the white supremacy stuff. Like, I think they're really going to do it, do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> what was the thing that we were just talking about? Oh, yeah. Not white supremacy, just idiots, but – it's like the same thing with like don't look up. Like, you know, it's like oh yeah. If you watch this, are you gonna realize that it's about you? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. if, if if somebody that, you know, is that kind of person, you know, watches Peacemaker, are they gonna realize like that that's that you're the villain, basically? Have they said if there's another season? No, they haven't. Mm. But I would love they the only thing that we know is that after all the Guardians stuff is done for the he's Christmas special DC and the three, thing, he's he? doing another DC TV show. He was oh, like, show? He said, yeah, okay. he said, after guardians, my next project is a DC project. And he said, and that project is a TV show gotcha. for H- is, or he said, he didn't say TV show. He said that project is for HBO max. Oh, okay. So it could, cause they're, they're doing max movies and stuff. So could be a movie, could be a TV show. I hope it's a TV show though. Cause this is really, really good. I don't know. Show. Oh my God. But yeah, absolutely great show like if you're not watching peacemaker i don't know what the hell you're doing because it's so good shout out john cena very funny yeah all right i don't know do you want to just let's just talk about real quick that rock story that i just, I just oh, thought it yeah. was interesting let us know read this let let us know what the story is and then we'll take guesses from the people watching too yeah so the rock starred in what's it called uh, the rock starred in rampage well i guess he yeah that, that would be the video game movie Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't see it. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw Did it. Did you like it, or is it? Nah. It was like an, it was like entertaining, but it wasn't mm-hmm. good. Well, uh, The Rock said a few days ago that he is making another video game movie. "Quote: We're going to bring one of the biggest, most badass games to the screen. One that I've played for years. Now, if I don't know if you saw this, but 
can't when Campio was doing his show today, John Campio, he his thumbnail was The Rock as uh, Kratos, which I was like, now that I can kind of see because he has the the build for that. He could be Kratos, and Sony's been doing a lot of adapting of their games. Last of Us, uh, mm-hmm. which where is Last of Us? I feel like is that not done yet? Oh, I think uh, it's got to be HBO done. One? Yeah, it's got to be done, right? It's definitely done principle. Like, I don't know yeah. if maybe they're doing reshoots or something, but it's supposed um, to be this year. Oh, okay. It's supposed to be fall. Uh, Last of Us, they're doing Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. I think they're doing one other thing. But I Oh, they're doing Twisted Metal, I believe. I believe they're doing a oh, series yeah. of Twisted Metal. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of wondering, what do you think? What, what would, you, would you have any guesses? Yeah, I think. I throw God of War in there. I I have one that I think what it, is, What's what it that? might be. I gen- I for good or ill, I genuinely feel like it I genuinely I don't know how much you play this game anymore. Okay. I know there was a time where we did play it. Oh no. I've I I re- I just hopped back into it again and they are really going hard with the storyline with foundation and stuff. And granted they have been this whole foundation storyline, which is the character that The Rock plays. This whole foundation storyline has been around for almost two years at this point, mm-hmm. and, and he technically could be playing this game for years because this game is like six or seven years old at this point. I genuinely, I think it, they're literally doing a Fortnite movie, <laughs> <laughs> like literally, like I think they're now that could be two things. What I really hope it's not is I really hope it's not an animated movie in the yeah. style of Fortnite. Yeah, what I think. Could well, be good. I think it would have to be. You have to get the kids in there, right? It's a kids. Oh, it, I mean, it's. I don't want to say it's a kids game, but it's, it's. It's not adult. It's not an yeah. adult game. It's 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 marketed. I feel like towards yeah, more like teens and teens. Okay, well, I'll still say I'll say because it's just a guess. I, I what I would want to see, what I would be interested in seeing, is I I would be interested in seeing I think the I think the foundation character which is like if you guys don't know he's like he's like the chosen one to like save the Fortnite universe type of thing mm-hmm. but it, but there's like some I won't say like spoiler or whatever but there are some issues that have that come up with him and stuff and he gets trapped like in another, you know, dimension and then he like makes this big sacrifice and stuff, but then it's revealed that he's been the rock. And he's got this <laughs> he's got this whole like ancient like long-standing like backstory that they haven't really gone into. So I I would be down like if they were like, "Hey, we're doing with like Fortnite Studios or whatever you want to say, like we're doing like Epic. a foundation, yeah. yeah, like origin movie or something, like to give back, st- and it's gonna be like a movie, you know what I mean? I-, I would be down for that, and I think you could still make it family friendly. Like it doesn't have to be like Black Adam, you know what I mean? Like you could still do because he is kind of it's like a lighter, you know, thing. But I think God of War is a good guess, but um, I mean, I d- I don't think it's gonna be a foundation movie, but it. It might be. I mean, it really might be. Cause The Rock, he, I played. I've played the most recent chapter of Fortnite. He has. He must have done a lot of recording in a booth. Mm. Like he has a like. There's, you know. In oh, the, I didn't even know. Like I guess that's a good point. He has a lot of lines. He has a lot of dialogue. He? Yeah, and they and they revealed that it's always been him. Like. Because they he just took the mask off, but because he talks, he has a mask on most of the time, and he, his voice is modulated. But they it's always been the Rock playing it for like oh. two. 
Yeah, for like two years. Wow. It's always been okay. him doing it. Yeah. I, I'm more on your side then of saying that if he's been playing, if he, you can assume that if he's in the game, he's probably also been playing the game as well. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. Like now, 100%, like there was like 20 minutes of, of like cinematics where he's like fully animated as the rock, as the foundation, like with dialogue and stuff, like all that, all that. Like, so yeah, he's like in it. Like it's definitely really him. So I don't know. I think it's possible. I, I think that like the, the like marketing in me want, like just the way that he talked about it, that he's like, Oh, it's one of the biggest games ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's one of the biggest games, you know, biggest, that, most badass game to the screen. Which again, like Fortnite like, isn't maybe badass. Epic, but. yeah, like epic way, like epic wise, what he said could definitely apply to something like God of War, but also like publicity wise, it could definitely mean Fortnite. You know what I mean? Like one of the most badass, best games to you know hit the market. You know, right. you know that kind of thing. But I don't know either one. What do you guys think that he's going to be playing, or what do you think he's hinting at? Oh, sorry. He told Men's Journal that he's not allowed to say what the game is, but fans can expect an announcement sometime in 2022. Well, there you go. <clears throat> Maybe I feel like The Rock could fit. Maybe he's playing a... uh, Clank in the Ratchet and Clank movie. I don't think so, but I think The Rock Captain could Pork? fit. No, uh, that could be that could be funny. No, I think The Rock actually. No, I don't know. I think maybe I'd have to get confirmation from Brandon on this, but I feel like The Rock could maybe fit in a Gears of War movie if they were to ever make that. He's kind of got how that does, big. How is all he the- Batista though? Because hasn't B- Batista has been campaigning to do that movie or, for like a decade? Oh, how are they like together? Mm-hmm. Are they fr- like are know, they friends? I don't know. I I, I don't think they're not. Mm-hmm. They're in the same space. It's never been like. I know Bat- Batista's kind it. of an odd guy. Yeah, I know Batista hates Vin Diesel. And he says, "Oh, really? Yeah." And he says, "Like I'll never do one of those fucking fast oh, or whatever." <laughs> but now The Rock says he'll never do. It. So it's yeah. like maybe they have a mutual, there was a you know, thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, did you see that? Like John Cena, like formally apologized to The Rock because he, when John Cena was still in WWE, like full time, he did some interview or gave some statement that was like, you know, you know, basically calling out The Rock, being like, "Oh, you went Hollywood, like." You know, you should be here every week. Like, you know what I mean? If you really want to be a part of this, you got to, you know, whatever. He was like, he was like, I spoke out of ignorance. He was like, I am 100%, you know, a businessman, a a film man, like an actor and stuff. And he was like, he was like, if you're not on that film set every single day and you're costing people to be there later to take more time to keep them from their fan. Like he went on this whole thing and he was like, he was like, he was like, I owe you know, 95% of what my entire Hollywood career is to Dwayne Johnson. And he was like, I am completely yeah. sorry. And I was like, that is why I fucking love John Cena. Like, mm-hmm. he is just so, like, like, it, and he was right. Like, he, you know, he was just like, I'm a, he was like, I'm a producer, too. He was like, if I make, you know, the lighting department stay late or the makeup department, you know, start late, then everything gets backed up. And he was like, that's on me, and I'm costing people time, and I'm costing the company money, and I'm, you know, like... Yeah. And he's like, he's like, so no shit, he wasn't at WWE every week. You know what I mean? Like, I just thought I liked it. I just saw yeah. it. I don't know if that was even a recent interview or not, but that was really good. It makes, you know, as good as John Cena is now, and as big as a hit as Hawkeye was, I wish that Paramount would just get their head out of their ass and do a Bumblebee too. 
with yeah. with Haley Steinfeld and John Cena again because they were their chemistry was good. John Cena was funny in that, and the movie was, was good, really good. Like, I don't maybe know. the new Transformers will be good. Maybe. I forget what it's called. Transformers, uh, Beast, Beast Wars, Beast Wars? Or something yeah, like that. I think yeah. they're doing Beast Wars. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't. Know. Do you want to just call it? I think we probably should. That's just what I was not, We'll yeah, just change just, the title and the thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> well, we ended, I mean, we ended up just talking about TV of 2022 instead of 2021. But, yeah, thank you guys for joining us. A uh, bit of a shorter show. Yeah. But, I mean, I like that we're able to do these kind of just loose form, kind of free form shows here that don't have much of an agenda on them. But again, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, you check out our merch store, the link in the description. There's that beautiful merch right there, and that beautiful, wow, look at these guys. <laughs> but uh, you check that out in the link in the video description. Make sure to follow us at the official PFN on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for all of our reactions, news, reviews, everything that we post over on those platforms. Yeah, I've been one of your hosts, Sean Monk. Thanks for joining us, episode 71. That'll do it for me. Uh, I was your other host, TJ Cornwell. Thank you for watching. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe. Let us know maybe what you thought of uh, Peacemaker, uh, Euphoria, and was anything with- oh, and maybe what what video game movie do you think The Rock is going to be making yeah. next? So yeah, check out all our socials: TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Check out our Twitch. Follow us there, and we will see you next time. Boom.